and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about practicing being present. Hey Shannon, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Well, I'm good too. I'm enjoying the fact that spring has sprung and finally, so that's nice. Yay! But I had a um, fairly um, uneventful, actually a lovely weekend, but uneventful weekend compared to you. (laughs) Yes, we pulled the trigger on getting a car (laughs) that I talked about a couple of weeks ago. You decided very mindfully a couple of weeks ago not to get a car. Yes, and then we continued to think about it, and as suspected i think i mentioned it in the podcast it was sort of contingent on some things with our kids and and those things are happening so we decided to go ahead and get a car excellent um yeah. well, I'm, exci- I'm excited for you and yes, a little well, bit jealous <laughs> it's super fun having a new car even though i'm not the primary driver of it mm-hmm. my husband is but um It feels really good because we opted to get an electric car, and um, that just feels right to um, move to electric. Yeah, and that makes it extra shiny, right? Yes, (laughs) Yeah. definitely. (laughs) Extra shiny and quiet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel so lucky that I'm going to see it in just, you know, not very long from now. Yeah. Can't wait to experience it. No, it's very exciting. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, today we are talking about how to practice being present. Yay, because that's a, a topic that I can benefit from. Yeah. Why is that? What's What I, makes you want to practice that more? Because about every other day, my husband says to me, you need to be more mindful, Janine. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, yesterday I was carrying two glasses of water, and then I, like, I was talking to him while I was doing it, and I turned around to shut the fridge with my elbow or whatever. And I, I didn't pour the water out, but it was very close. Okay. <laughs> He's looking at it. I mean, it's, and I, I, you know, as I've said before, I'm sure I tend to trip when I'm walking my dog because I'm listening to a podcast or whatever, and. Um, I feel like I would benefit from being more mindful. I mean, I think about it all a lot. That I don't think about being mindful. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. I think about how I should be mindful. <laughs> right. You're not being mindful. You're thinking about exactly. how you should be mindful. <laughs> exactly. So maybe you can help me with that. <laughs> well, you know, that's actually kind of an interesting way to start because part of it is remembering to do it. Mm-hmm. To, so to actually be mindful and to be yeah present, be present mm-hmm. yeah and I'm wondering if like thinking about it but not doing it if it's because it feels too hard or feels like not the right time to do it or it's sort of funny yeah well you know I think I'm always 
thinking, right? I mean, I'm in my head mm-hmm. all the time, which I think is part of the, the, the challenge when I'm yeah. of not being out of my head. Right. Um, so it's just among the many things I think about that I need to do and, and so forth. And usually when I think about it, it's like I'm sitting at my desk or something. I'm not doing uh, anything that... Um, what am I trying? What am I thinking about? It's not as though I'm out in nature thinking about how I need to be more mindful, mm-hmm. I, or, or like or, on a walk, right? Or I'm out in nature thinking, oh, I really should enjoy the birds more. I don't do that, right? right. Um, so I don't think it feels difficult. In fact, I, um, you know, I read that a book about it recently. I did exercises. <laughs> Um, but when Barry said, when Barry, of all people, who's not Mr., um, he's not very, um, what, new age at all, when yeah. he said, I really think you should take a class on mindfulness, <laughs> I thought, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, the interesting thing is, like, thinking about it um, when you're outside of a situation where it would be really useful mm-hmm. is a good time to practice. Mm. You know, so sitting at your desk and taking a moment and, you know, when we're talking about being present and being mindful, it's really about um, shifting your attention. Mm-hmm. And so shifting your attention, the easiest way to do it is to shift your attention to your body. And you can do that by either paying attention to your breath or doing like a body scan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're sitting at your desk, you, just practicing by noticing what it feels like to, um, you know, where you are connecting with the chair and notice, you know, what your feet feel like and just sort of doing a scan and paying attention. Um, Oh, I like that. Yeah. So weirdly, when I think, oh, I need to practice mindfulness, I'm thinking about it in the future, not right. the present. <laughs> and and that's what it that's what it is is like to bring you into this current moment. Right. So that's how I'll remember. I'll just do it when I think of it. Yes. <laughs> it seems so simple. And why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Well, and, and like I said, it's like a practice. So it's, it's not something, it's not a one and done thing. It's not Mm -hmm. like you learn how to do it and then you're done. Mm -hmm. It's something that you are um, paying attention to that you are, you know, you're over and over again, returning yourself to the present moment. Right. And it's interesting, since I've been doing yoga for a while, and I usually do that in yoga. Usually in yoga, I'm when I'm doing practicing yoga, I am very present. Not always. Sometimes I'm thinking about other stuff, but usually mm-hmm. I try not to be. So I um, know the feeling. I mean, know what you mean. Like, I can feel it in my body, what you're talking about in terms mm-hmm. of practicing breathing and so forth. But I don't practice that at my desk usually or yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. Well, and then you can... Um choose to practice it at specific times like i know you know like when you're walking bix you may be listening to a podcast or something but you can also practice being in your body as you're walking mm-hmm. yes well and i try to practice looking for crack uh uneven sidewalks 
Uh-huh. That's a real issue in my neighborhood and yeah. yours too, I'm sure. When yes. you have old trees. Yeah. And, and there are, I mean, I trip at least once a week, but I don't fall down usually. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't fall. It's been a while since, well, I don't want to jinx it. Spit, spit, knock on wood. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, one of the things that I um, started doing when I was running because I was like, had my head down because I was looking, you know, two feet in front of me all the time, was I would just sort of ask my unconscious mind to scan and be aware of what was coming up. So like looking at it with soft eyes, if that makes sense, instead of like staring at it, instead of having like really focused vision on the sidewalk, just having sort of soft peripheral vision and asking my unconscious mind to, you know, pay attention to the sidewalk. That's cool. And is it, it, does it look like this? Do you say, do you address your unconscious mind? I mean, in your, I'm assuming you're not talking out loud. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not talking out loud. I just, I just am like scanning and I just say, you know, I want to be aware of the sidewalk. I want to, um, you know, I'm just being aware of the sidewalk. I'm being aware of whatever I need to pay attention to, to have a smooth run. So, you know, I'm just, it's sort of like a little wake up, like, hello, Mm -hmm. this is what I want you to pay attention to. Cool. Well, I'm going to give that a try. Yeah. Yeah. It seems a little, I mean, I think, you know, where our attention is so diffuse most of the time, or it's like in our head in completely different places. Mm-hmm. You know, like out in the future or with whatever you're listening to or in the past or whatever, that mm-hmm. just sort of reminding yourself what it is that you really want to be paying attention to mm-hmm. is a great place to start. Yes. Yes, that's great. And and I will just emphasize that again, um, reminding yourself what you want to pay attention to as opposed to what you don't want to pay attention to. Oh, because if you remind yourself of what you don't want to pay attention to, you're probably inevitably going to pay attention to it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you're like, I don't want to trip. That's why I said, like, I just say, you know, I want to have a smooth run. You want to have a smooth walk. Mm -hmm. You want to have, what is that when you're, when you, things feel like ease, you're like skating on silicone. Exactly. (laughs) Silicone shoes, I believe. Silicone shoes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah, okay. All right. I liken it. I'm feeling, that makes me feel, um, I don't know, more confident that I can be more present, which is a really, it really is something that I care about. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then, and if you're willing to do some walks without anything mm-hmm. in your ears, mm-hmm. you can do some practices like matching your breathing to your steps. Oh. 
So, you know, depending on your pace, you can, you know, breathe in two steps, breathe out two steps or something like that. But just, you know, sort of practice matching them, which puts you in your body, puts you in the present moment, and you're having to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm definitely willing to do, to walk without the... I mean, I really enjoy listening to stuff when I walk, but I also feel like Bix isn't necessarily getting the you know focus that he deserves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if there's a school bus, which is his natural enemy, I don't hear it coming before <laughs> he does, <laughs> and, and it's a problem. <laughs> so, um, yeah, matching your breath with your steps. That's cool. Do you have any other tricks like that? Um, well, you can you can sort of um, anchor certain reminders uh, to like when you're out for a walk. Every time you come to a corner, you know I don't I don't know if Bix does this anymore, but every dog I've ever trained had to sit at the corner. Oh, of course. Um, He's not an animal. <laughs> He's a poodle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, but so that stop is also a reminder for you to be present in the moment and stop, sort of do a scan before you start moving forward. So you can just integrate it into things that you're doing on a daily, you know, on like the things that are happening naturally during a walk or at home. It can be um, like you periodically when you i don't know i'm trying to think of like what you might be doing in the kitchen um <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> that you can't think of something i might be doing in the kitchen because i never cook yeah <laughs> well i'll tell you i had a, a situation recently where i went to put the bread knife in the knife holder you know we have one of those uh-huh. guards it was a, a uh-huh. guard and i wasn't paying enough attention and i it's very sharp and i cut right through my fingernail not i mean from the, from the top down and I like oh, I was like geez. whoa, ouch! And I couldn't even see what the problem was, except it's my because f- it was bleed- then it started bleeding under the fingernails. So I saw. Oh, it. Uh-huh. but um, and I showed it to Barry. He's like, you need to be more mindful, Janine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that's something I do in the kitchen, cut bread occasionally. Well, so maybe maybe it is you know every time you walk into the kitchen, you sort of. Like, as you step into the kitchen, you do a scan, you become present in your body, and then choose what you're going to do next. Mm. Because I think a lot of times what happens is, you know, like when I'm unloading the dishwasher, I'm not really paying attention to the dishwasher. I'm thinking about the things I need to do during the day. Right. And that's when I I chip the dishes. Right. But if you turn it into a practice of mindfulness and you know, paying attention to each dish and where you're putting it and, and just consider it as a, as an opportunity for you to practice mindfulness, Mm -hmm. as opposed to a chore you have to get done. Mm -hmm. Um, That will, it's like, you're, you're just training your brain to, to be more mindful. And that comes with practice. And exactly. Yeah. So taking it as an opportunity to practice that, and that can really go for that can, um, I would imagine, just apply to so many things. Like mm-hmm. almost never do any hand lettering unless I have some other input. Like I do it while I'm watching TV or something. But in fact, um, 
if I'm writing my postcards or working on lettering, I perhaps uh, should consider not you know keeping the TV off and mm-hmm. just you know focusing on the lettering and the sound that the pen is making on the paper and all that stuff. Right, That's and you don't have to do you know you don't have to do all your lettering that way, mm-hmm. but maybe you start and do like the first three minutes of lettering that Mm -hmm. way and then you choose whether or not you want to continue that way or have the tv on oh that's a that's a that's nice right it's not an all or nothing thing right it's not like i have to do all lettering you know uninterrupted you know with no distractions Mm -hmm. it's just it's you're just looking for little ways to Turn your attention back, check in with yourself, be in your body, be in the present moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I am almost always in the future moment. Yeah. Not too often in the past, I don't think. But it makes sense to enjoy the present. Yeah. And, it, and it's interesting because the, as you're, you know, sort of saying what's striking you about the things I'm saying, it it's like these are the these are the perfectionistic things that will come up like I have to do it a certain way I have to do it's all or nothing like Mm -hmm. it doesn't count if I'm not um you know doing like this structured mindfulness program or something I need to add mindfulness to my task list Shannon yes yeah right (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah I mean perfectionism I absolutely see how perfectionism could come into play here yeah, I'll, I'll try not to let it. Right, right. And but and I'll just say it again, it's a practice because it's something it's like yoga is a practice, you know, you don't learn it, and then you're done. It's something that you're continuously doing. And, um, you know, it becomes uh, uh, easier, it becomes more frequent, it becomes, you know, whatever, but it's not you're, it's not one and done. Right, it becomes more natural. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, that's how yoga is. And I'm sure I'm hopeful that that's how uh, mindfulness will be for me as well. Right. I mean, I don't think I'm bad at it. I just don't think of it. <laughs> it doesn't feel weird. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and and I think also sort of getting clear on what what it feels like to you. Like it sounds like because of yoga, you have a really good feeling of what it's like to be in your body and in the present moment. Mm-hmm. But people who maybe don't have a physical practice like that may not be aware. And so it my, a good place to start would be to just take some time throughout the day to scan your body and see what it feels like and see what you notice and you don't have to change anything it's just about giving yourself something to pay attention to that's in the present mm-hmm. and, and being aware is a it strikes me as a big uh is a big asset like i uh, yeah if i'm when i'm thinking about my chores while I or thinking about other stuff while I'm emptying the dishwasher for example although I really do love listening to Rachel Maddow while I empty the dishwasher which is fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
But, you know, so maybe that means that you slow down doing the unloading mm-hmm. the dishes and you do them one at a time, which sort of forces a little more mm-hmm. mindfulness and a little more movement mm-hmm. um, without taking away, you know, listening to what you want to listen to. My special time with Rachel. The, yes. Um, the, but I really love what, uh, the idea of walking into the kitchen being a cue to get present and, mm-hmm. yeah, and focus and think about what's happening. Because heaven knows I walk into the kitchen all the time and don't even know why I'm there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's that old joke? You know, as I get older, I spend a lot more time thinking about the hereafter. Oh. I, I walk into a room and I think, what am I hereafter? <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> Sounds like... <laughs> Something my dad would tell. (laughs) I believe that was told to me by my aunt, who Uh is about the same age as your dad. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes. Um, Yeah, so it's, I think, practicing being present is just, every time you think of it, it's a reminder to check in with yourself, pay attention to your breath, in your body and then choose what you do next yeah and i we're gonna probably uh, air this about two two or three weeks from now from today so i'll um i'm gonna add a little note about how it's going to the show notes which i do i'm saying that out loud to keep myself accountable (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah so it's the beginning of april and this will air and probably what the third week of april yeah, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that gives me a little time to yeah. to practice to start that practice, and then I can I'll report back. Excellent. All right. Well, we want to hear from you, our listeners. I don't know why I always want to say viewers because you want to be on TV, apparently. <laughs> Apparently, I do. Mm-hmm. That was my dream for a long time, was to uh, be on TV, interview people on TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just pretend I'm doing it with you right. every week. I was going to say, it's a shadow <laughs> of that dream, but that's okay. <laughs> There's still time. That's right, you're young. Julia Child got famous at, around my age. Well, there you go. I know. So I, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> anyway, we do want to hear from you, our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you practice being present? Um, when would you like to bring more mindfulness into your day? You can let us know on social media. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. On Instagram and Facebook, we're at Getting to Good Enough. You can leave us a voice message at 413-424-GTGE, that's 4843, or you can head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment there. For now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs>